ladies and gents, welcome to the Moss Outdoorsman with our man, Randall Moss, the small town boy from Gastonia who became a man, a husband, and a father. The six sport, that's right, six sport athlete who became a hunter, a fisherman, and an outdoorsman. You know, sometimes when the balls start bouncing, as he would say, you gotta find something to give you that rush. And boy, oh boy, did my man find something in hunting, fishing, and the outdoorsman life. Now he's giving you tips and tricks so that you could be on top of your game. So now, without further ado, y'all give it up for the host, Mr. Brown Redneck himself, Randy Moss. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Randy, a.k.a. The Brown Redneck. We're shooting our first podcast episode. I'm going to give you a few tips to make you more successful in your upcoming season. So as you know, right now in North Carolina, pretty much our season is over with except for urban archery. And that's if you have access to, you know, private land for urban archery. So therefore, the majority of our hunters, our season is pretty much over with. Now is the best time for you to go ahead and get into the woods and go ahead and start doing your scouting. Because the season is over with, you can go in there, look at the different places where the deer been at. You don't have to worry about busting that buck out or, oh, I'm going to mess up my hunting stand. No. So go ahead and get in there and do your um, postseason scouting. That way you'll be more successful in this upcoming season. So things to go ahead and look for. Um, the deer signs such as your travel routes, your bedding areas, your rubs and your scrapes, they're going to be a lot more easier to find because it is wintertime. You don't have to worry about any leaves or anything on the trees. The sign is more evident. Also, your bucks, they will be dropping their antlers after all the does are bred. So you know that once that buck has his testosterone going because he's breeding, He's going to hold on to those antlers. But after all the does have been bred, which a doe is going to come into cycle every 28 days until she's bred. So after that, he's going to drop that uh, antler. And then also wherever he's dropping that antler is, that's where he's been hanging out in the late season. So that's a gold mine for you. Uh, with your tree stands and your cameras, go ahead and get your tree stands up ASAP with doing that. You're not going to disturb the area. You can go ahead and get everything set up, get in there, cut your shooting lanes, cut your limbs back. Because if you do it too late, right before the season, last minute, like a lot of people like to do, then therefore the deer is not going to come into that area right there because they're going to know something's up. So now is the best time for you to go ahead and get your minerals and your proteins out. Um, if you can feed year round, but I know that is extremely expensive. So therefore, if not, go ahead and get them in the ground ASAP. Um, only if you're allowed to bait in your states. In North Carolina, we're allowed to bait. Therefore, you can go to Tractor Supply. You can get you a trace mineral block. They're $10. Put your trace mineral block out. Put you a salt block out. Salt blocks are like $7. Also, put you a protein block out. The higher the protein, the better. Um, deer like athletes. They have to get their protein they have to get their different vitamins um therefore for them to have healthy bodies for the does to birth healthy fawns and also for your bucks to grow big antlers um i know a lot of people they say they want to shoot monster bucks i want to shoot a buck that's 140 inches 150 inches the only way that's going to happen on a regular basis is if you're out there feeding the deer um also with that 
for you to kill big bucks, you need the deer to grow. The deer is not going to reach its potential until he's five, five and a half, maybe six years old. Therefore, if you're shooting the small bucks, it's going to be hard for you to shoot big ones eventually. Um, but that just boils down to your preference, man. You have different people out here. They have different ways they would like to hunt. Some people, you know, they say a deer is a deer. Um, if I see one, I'm going to shoot it. I'm fine with that. Whatever floats your boat, you know, if you want to shoot the deer that you see, shoot it. But if you're trying to trophy hunt and shoot bigger deer, you need to let the deer grow and you need to stick the minerals and the protein to them. Um, with your protein blocks, you can go to places such as Walmart, Academy, Dunham Sports, Bass Pro Shops. So with your deer sign, um, we're going to talk about travel routes. You got your deer paths and you got your deer crossings. Uh, me personally, I like to look at places where deer like to cross creeks. You can definitely see that it's easy to see. Nine times out of 10, deer going to travel that same path year in and year out. Um, with your bedding areas, you have places such as thickets. You have tall grass. You can have structures such as a barn. It could be an old house. Um, any places like that, you need to pinpoint and find um, because you can definitely see where deer is going to be bedding, especially if it's a place like tall grass. Um, it's going to be flattened out. You can see the shape of the deer. You might find deer droppings close by. Um, then you want to look at your rubs and your scrapes. So with your rubs, a buck is going to take his head and he's going to rub it up against the tree. Um, he has a gland in his head right there, and that's going to put out a certain scent. It's almost like a dog taking a, a pee and marking his territory. Um, also with your scrapes, a deer is going to take their front feet and they're going to paw the ground till it's bare dirt. With that, they're going to turn around and they're going to pee into those scrapes. Each deer has a different scent to it. So therefore, you can know this deer was here. This deer was here. Um, it's almost like pheromones when it comes to humans. Everybody has a different scent to them. Um, but yeah, you definitely want to look at those places. Um Find those places as soon as possible, especially if you have good sign. Um, you have your deer footprints. You have deer droppings. Any place like that, get on it and hunt it ASAP. Put you a camera up. Take your inventory to see what's out there. Therefore, you can go from there. Also, let's talk about public land versus private land. This is a big thing because I know a lot of people don't like to hunt um, public land. but if you're in North Carolina, there's over 2 million acres of public land to hunt. And you can access that when you buy your hunting license. Um, you get your comprehensive hunting license that gives you access to go ahead and go to the different places um, in North Carolina to public hunt. Because, you know, let's be realistic. Everybody cannot find a lease. These days, it's hard to find leases. People are holding on to land or people are selling their land and they're building houses everywhere. So. Public land is always an option, but with your public land, you cannot bait. So therefore, you have to do your due diligence. You have to get on Google Earth, um, pick you different spots out. Once you pick those spots, mark them, then go in, do the groundwork, put boots on the ground, walk the, the different terrain and see where your deer is going to be at. And then you find that sign. Once you find that sign, go ahead and put your tree stands up, put your cameras up. Um, but with your public land, 
the best thing to do, in my opinion, which I've had success with it, is to walk as far as you can back in the woods away from everybody else. Because most people, when you're on public land, they won't they don't want to walk over maybe three, four hundred yards. So after you pass that, me personally, I like to walk a mile or a mile and a half back into the woods to get away from everybody on public land. That's when I do hunt public um, because I do hunt both. I hunt public and private. But if you're on your private land, stick the minerals and the protein to the deer ASAP um, with your cameras. I mentioned earlier about your deer signs. You want to put your cameras where you're seeing those rubs. You want to put your cameras where those bucks have dropped their antlers. Also, wherever you have your tree stand, if legal, like in North Carolina, you can bait. So you want to put that camera up where you're going to put your mineral sites, where you're going to put your protein. As I mentioned earlier, public land versus private land. From my experience this year, um, I hunted both public and private. I seen bigger deer on public land this year than I did on private land. Um, I know a lot of people say, oh, you can't see big deer on public land and you can't kill big deer on public land because you you can't bait them. Well, I'm going to let you know right now, that's not true. Um, some of the biggest deer I ever seen in my life have been on public land. Um, I got a buddy that's killed a 20 point and a 16 point on public land. Um, this year I seen some monster bucks in South Carolina on public land, 140 inches at least. Um, the only thing is this year I couldn't get a shot on them because they're five, 600 yards out in the field and I was hunting with a muzzleloader. So maybe this year when I go back down there, they'll be a little bit closer for me. Um, but it all boils down to your, uh, your genetics. Um, it's just like humans. Everybody is built different. Some people's genetics are a little bit better than others as far as body types and athlete types. So if your deer has good genetics, he's going to grow good antlers. But if you're sticking minerals and proteins to him on uh, private land, it's just going to help bring out whatever genetics they have. Um, also, uh, with your minerals, Look up Jonathan Thompson. Um, he's a good friend of mine. I call him Unc. He calls me nephew. He makes his own deer minerals. It's called Buckalicious. He's been making that product for over 20 years. You can go to his page and look at the pictures. The product speaks for itself. Um, always be safe when you're in the woods. Use your safety harnesses, whether you're in a climbing stand, um, whether you're in a... Um, ladder stand. Also put your safety harness when you're in that. Safety comes first. But yeah, I look forward to talking to y'all on the next episode. Stay tuned. I'll be giving you more content. Moss Outdoorsman was brought to you by Bobby Long and Alpha and Omega Bell Bobby, Randy Beach and AJ Voorhees, Crossroads Brand and MWD Outdoors. Todd Hare, from the Hair Ranch and TNT Custom Calls. Mike Sumner from the Sumner Group. Alex Bryce, AB Lighting and Electrical. And Mark Kaufman from Kaufman Painting. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for more pro tips and tricks on how to be the best outdoorsman that you can be. Our scripture from this week's episode comes to us from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens. Hey, till next time, y'all. God bless you.